There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal. Mike Brody. Andy Brampernard. And Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back with Mike Brody right after this. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer Way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book Excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can't apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new... Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, waving to me because he has to do a Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com commercial. You picked up that nonverbal. Yeah. I'll make this short but sweet. This is for a very small part of our listening audience. Walzer is in need of uh, master technicians. These are the top-level trained automotive techs. We've grown so much in the Twin Cities in the last four years, opening new stores. They are paying a bounty on your head. Uh, $10,000 signing bonus. Really? Yeah. 
Too bad you, you know, can't screw in a light bulb. Otherwise, you could pick up. That would large. be me, pal. Hey, listen, I'm trying to get eighty five hundred bucks out of uh, out of U.S. Foods driving one of their routes for them. Oh, there you go. I mean, there are so many people now giving eight thousand, nine thousand, ten thousand dollar bonuses, mm-hmm. and you have people pretending to be homeless. Well, like I said, we are. This is an exclusive group. This isn't a, a starting entry level position. These are for people at the top of their field. Yeah, well, if fine. you are interested, email me at dougatwalzer.com, and I will connect you with the appropriate people. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at walzer.com. In case you can't you do spell that, Doug. Every time you do that, I think of my friend, Doug Dick. And he changed his name to Dixon after this happened, by the way. <laughs> True story. And I love Dougie. I'm going to see him next weekend. Okay. So everybody turn your ringer up. <laughs> Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. Sounds like a good segue. Just, yes. We'll be back. Oh, no. Her phone's broken. Wow. No. Everything's are we going, going Are we going are we coming back? Or- Whoa! Jesus! <laughs> Jeez! What the hell is Mr. 35 years in radio can't operate a computer okay. or a cell phone. So Tom got an emergency phone call and had to step out. Almost took his computer with him. Yeah, for those well, of us that aren't watching segment. from home. Oh, God. It's a Thursday, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. I thought his laptop was going to fly across over the table. Awesome. Thank God it didn't. Well, Mike Brody's in studio. And we're you're in to promote that not afraid of butterflies dry bar comedy special. Correct. Now, what is this dry bar? I I started seeing it on Facebook, and I think it's a fantastic way for comedians like you because they kind of do like you know nine to ten minute spots on Facebook, and I think it's a great way to feature comedians. Is it a special place you go to? or do Yeah, you go to drybarcomedy.com, uh-huh. or you can just go to drybarcomedy.com slash mbrody, and that goes right to my special. But mine's like a 45-minute special, okay. and the clips they put up are like you know two to five minutes. Of yeah. like, there's like three of them up there. I have an ignorant question. Why do you call it dry bar? Uh, is the audience sober? Yes. They, oh, really? That's, that's what they call it because they film it in Utah. Oh, okay. So it's Ooh. Provo. Oh, okay. So it's filmed in Utah. Yeah, and they just eat popcorn and stuff, but they're great. They're, like, ready to go. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a clean comedy uh, special. That's what they specialized in, and that's kind of why it just blew up. I think there wasn't really – there was a vacuum, and mm-hmm. there was a market for it that maybe some people didn't realize. And it's – they say on social media it has more followers than Netflix and Comedy Central. Really? For, yes, you know. it's it's blowing up. And I, I, I – like the dry bar comedy page because I love seeing them in my news feeds. I'm like, oh, I got 10 minutes to spare. I can listen to a yeah. a spot. And, and they were the ones that uh, started the whole subtitles, like the stylized subtitles where it looks, you know, I think they were the first to do that. And the, uh, high def cameras, there's tons of them, and the backdrops are always different. Like they're really, it's really high production, high value, yeah. and they're really professional. It's really good. Yeah. Do, they, do they have sober hecklers? <laughs> um, yes. You can, I mean, really? Well, I mean, in Utah? You, you would well, think that you would be almost guaranteed not. Well, no, no. I mean, not specifically there, but like anything. People don't have to be drunk to be crazy. Every time, I, <laughs> you know? every time I've been in a comedy club and somebody tries to light up a comedian, they're always like three sheets to the wind. It oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually was uh, working a cruise recently, and it was we were on that for seven days at, at the minimum with them. And uh, it was the first time in my entire career that somebody apologized to me three days later. 
Oh wow! <laughs> like I was, they couldn't get away from well, you, right? They you were just sober now. And so this guy was like, the pool. this guy was like, blah, blah, blah. and then I saw him later, and he goes, "Hey man, uh, I think I was pretty wasted at the show, and I might have yelled something at you. I'm sorry, because like, it's never happened. You never see those no. people again, you know." So it's That's like, hilarious. You're on the boat. You're not. Mm-hmm. I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The watchman. Just keep giving him the stink eye the whole time you see him. <laughs> it's fine. I actually. I annihilated him, so it was fine. <laughs> you know, like that's the thing they don't realize. Like we have, you know, multiple, multiple years of dealing. They're not as original as they think. No. You know? Yeah. So, like, One of my favorites. This is probably twenty or thirty years ago when they had clubs over on the Mississippi Mile, and Scott Hansen was kind of at the height of his powers back then. Some guy started going after him in the front row, and Scott looked at him and said, "Shut the f up, or I'll fall on you." <laughs> <laughs> right. right, you have right. never seen Scott physically, and in those days, he was. Probably 450. I think he's a little bit smaller now, but maybe not much. He, yeah, he got pretty big for a while. Yeah, he was a big dude. Surgery. Back then. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, he was so big. So, oh, well, uh, one of the things I thought was really funny, well, not hugely funny, but I love the title of your special. How did you come up with Not Afraid of Butterflies? <laughs> um, because I have a joke in there. My wife was terrified of butterflies. That was her biggest phobia. Uh-huh. So it was like, uh, and it's one of the clips, and so uh, it was for real, she was afraid of butterflies, and then one of her friends told her, she goes, did you know that butterflies are the souls of our dearly departed loved ones who've come back to say hello? <laughs> and that worked. Like, my wife is like, I'm not afraid of butterflies anymore, and I talk about how like that makes me mad, because like, how big of a phobia can it be if you can get rid of it in 30 seconds <laughs> Hallmark card. You know? yeah. So there's no like a two-minute joke about that. And then so I just came to you and I was like, I was going to call it not, not Afraid of Butterflies. That's me. I'm not afraid of butterflies. Never have been. I don't so. know how you could be afraid of butterflies. You're so cute. Melissa and I were just talking about that. One of her friend's boyfriend is terrified of butterflies. And his reasoning is basically that they're unpredictable. They're bad flyers. They'll fly into your face. You know. Yeah. I mean, no. not much bad's going to happen. No, they don't do anything to you. I mean, we yet, founded but... the country to get away from monarchy. <laughs> I think uh, Sorry, people, I don't have any, like, irrational phobias. Like, I'm scared of heights. Yeah. And mm-hmm. sharks. Yeah, it's like sharks, falling I mean, off a building Minnesota, but... isn't really irrational. You should irrational. be scared of sharks. Though. Yeah. Yeah, they're like... Sharks are not your friend. I swam not... in the ocean in Australia, and I was like, this is legitimate. <laughs> yeah. My dad yeah. lives in North Carolina, and I've been swimming there for 35 years, and I'm swimming closer and closer to the beach every year. Yes. More and more people get well, I ha- mauled. My huge phobia is spiders. I don't like spiders. I think they're spawn of Satan. It's pretty common. Yeah. Yep. I, I. But there's other insects, too. Like, I don't like those... Millipedes or centipedes? House centipedes, yeah. Oh, those things are fast. They are. They're oh god, I can't. I I lose my. I'm not scared of bugs at all. Like I'll pick them up with my finger if they need to. Like they need oh. my hands if they need to get them out of the house. Like I don't. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I take bugs and put them out of the house unless they're mosquitoes or flies. They oh, can yeah. die. <laughs> you want to know something annoying about my wife? She does not get bit by mosquitoes. Literally, yeah. I don't either. Melissa barely ever does. No, if I'm not talking I'm about outside. barely. Literally, never been oh. bit by mosquito. Like there's there's something like I don't know if it's a skin uh, thing. Yeah, and it makes me mad because yes. like that's like that ruins. If I go the outside summer. after six, I'm. You know. <laughs> this will sound racist, but I know a lot of Asian people, and they typically get hammered by mosquitoes. I don't know if it's uh-huh. something in their their blood chemistry. It is a genetic thing. 10% yeah. of the population is a mosquito attractant. Yeah, I very, I'm one of them. I'm, I rarely get bitten by mosquitoes. Every once in a while, I'll get like one, but I'll be outside and like Dave will be standing there getting eaten up 
yeah. by mosquitoes. Well, he's and not, bald for crying out loud. Uh, well, like <laughs> well, it's funny. He'll water the garden. Target. He puts his arm up like this so the gnats would be attracted to his arms and stay out of his face. But, yeah, I, I don't really get bitten they by mosquitoes. They don't really go for your head. Like I don't think there's no. enough blood up there. Like they, you know, yeah. like it's thin because I don't I don't really notice a lot of as a bald man I don't notice uh-huh. a lot of that. It's it's, like for me, it's my legs. legs definitely. Legs. Yeah, I think the your best blood is your legs. your Apparently. ankles, right? That's Apparently, you seem to get hammered. Yeah, I, I I don't care for bugs. And June bugs are the dumbest bug. They're the worst. Bug. They're disgusting. They're they're dumb. Have you ever watched a June bug? They mm-hmm. they'll sit there and fly into something over and over again. And then they'll fall, and then they'll land on their back, and then they, their <laughs> legs are fl- flailing, and they, they're just dumb. I don't. What is the purpose of a June bug? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what's the purpose of any bug you know, right. besides mosquitoes and spiders. Well, like spiders. I mean, I know there's a purpose. They, they yeah, they you catch know, other bugs. Yeah, like and stuff like that. But what is <laughs> and th- and those Japanese beetles? Have you mm-hmm. seen those? Yeah. Oh yes. Those things will destroy a tree. They'll destroy your vegetable gardens. They're everywhere, and you can't kill them. They you could kill die. them if you go out with a can of Raid, but that's really bad for everything. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't even <laughs> die by Raid. Really? They're hor like. Well, you're not supposed. I mean, that's bad for the garden. Well, I I had a garden once and get my a can garden- of uh, Ban uh, antiperspirant in the spray can uh-huh. and a and lighter. lighter. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of them. Um, but yeah, Elon Musk was this flamethrower. But no, I I um I called one time because they ate up my. Ladies vegetables. and gentlemen, yes. he's returned the radio star. Wow. <laughs> Pardon me, I have some court issues to take care of. You know, my whole life now is either getting sued or suing something. You know, if you just brought the books back on time, they wouldn't go after you. Yeah, the, the library <laughs> says right. No, I just, I am so tired of people and their greed. It's unbelievable. Well, we're talking about bugs, so I guess it's topical. What bugs me? Hi! Thank <laughs> you very much. Great to be here. So I have a question, Mike. Was that your first time on a cruise ship, or have you done that those <gasps> gigs? Uh, I just started doing them. I've done three so far. And what do you think? I have I, a lot of musicians that do it, and they, the, the stories they tell are pretty wild, actually. I love it, but I know there's been a lot of changes in like the way it's a lot younger, oh, really? and they have like for comedy, they have like a comedy clubs built. Like I've been working oh, Norwegians, really? like it's they're built just for comedy. Oh, okay. and they'll have like a um, like prohibitions, like another show they'll put in our off nights, but it's a comedy. It says comedy club on it. So it's been great. I've loved it, and you know it's it's where'd fun. You, where'd you do cruises to? I did uh, the first one was down uh, to Honduras, like in the Caribbean, uh, Belize, right. up the side of Mexico. The second one was down the other side of Mexico, down to like uh, uh, Cozumel or okay. not Cozumel, but uh, Cabo San uh, San, San, San Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the third one was up to Alaska. Yeah, Cozumel is just cool. north of Belize a little bit, I think. Yeah, I got the, I'm getting them mixed up, but uh, but it was the western side. The worst yeah. thing about Belize, if you go on a tour there, you will hear this phrase every four minutes. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I didn't hear that one. Oh god, oh, god. god. but I like it. I go for I go for walks and stuff. And uh, in Mexico, I went for an hour walk, and I was trying to find where the sea turtles were. I couldn't find it, so I found this Brazilian dude with dreads, and I'm like, he's gonna know where the sea turtles are. <laughs> and I asked him, and he did. And he told me, and I saw there was two people there, and I asked him, and they go, you don't even need to get a bo- pay for a boat, just swim out there. And I swam out there, and I swam with four sea turtles that were like 
one of them was like half the size of, of a coffee of like this table which is wow. like the size of a coffee table and I was swimming with them and put my head up above water and made eye contact and I was like these sea turtles love me and they love me why do they love me so much and they went back to my cabin looked in the mirror and I was like oh I look like a sea turtle you've been, <laughs> watching, you've been watching Finding Nemo yeah, yeah, yeah. like Finding like Nemo it's getting the current man. but I love it you know it's something different I've been doing comedy for 19 years so it's nice to start doing this and go get some sun and see some places I haven't seen before and so it's a lot better than it used to be because it used yeah, to be yeah. not good. It used to be a stigma, and honestly, yeah, yep. I'm fine with people still thinking it's a stigma. It's more for me. I don't think <laughs> I don't think it is. A, you think there are some people? See, they're thinking thing, of the blue-haired old people, oh, you yeah, know, like yeah, just yeah. coming in on a rascal, you know. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, there totally is. Yeah. That's yeah. not funny at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would not be good. We uh, we were just talking about a number of things. I, I I don't know if you know anybody's involved with bring bring the funny. This new TV yeah, show? Yeah, I know. I mean, I've, I'm familiar with it, yeah. It's horrible. It's not funny at all. I mean, these people... Look, I, I love Jeff Foxworthy. Keenan Thompson's great. I don't know much about Chrissy Teigen, so I don't really have an opinion on her. But the woman who hosts it, um, she used to be on True TV. I was trying to think of her name, but she's good, too. Mm. But... I mean, not even a smile in the first two hours I watch it. I, I, so what's the know, premise? I, I'm totally ignorant It's a It's a, a competition, a comedy competition show where somebody, it was kind of like, uh, what was the one that Mordahl was on? Oh, yeah. Last oh, Comic Standing. Last, Standing. Last Comic Standing. It's kind of like that, only it's more of like a showbiz <laughs> version of it. Like there's juggling and stuff too, right? Like it's not just a comedy. Lot of, yeah, juggling while they're telling jokes yeah. or playing a violin. I don't yeah. know if they're oh. Henny Youngman or what yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Not work for one. the flying care matzo. Is it the editing? I mean, because like, no, the joke is there's some funny. funny. There's just nobody. I haven't seen no. it. So the problem they have now, because it's on national television, is you can't make fun of anyone or anything because you're marginalizing them. So there's no wheelchair jokes or anything. like oh, that? Oh no, no wheelchair jokes. There'll be none <laughs> of that. And don't mention skin color or sex or orientation. Don't mention any of that. I mean. I can't even imagine the Don Rickles and Rodney Dangerfields of the world even having an act anymore. There must be a secret warehouse that comedians have all these cool jokes stored up that they can't tell <laughs> yeah, anymore. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> it's the I joke mean, fault. For the most part, though, in comedy clubs, things haven't changed that much. That's good. It's people yeah, still network do. television. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be make a big yeah, difference. No, trust me, there's plenty. There's plenty of it still out there, so it's not really. But yeah, on TV. Yeah. One guy, his entire act was how handsome he is. Which he was. He's a very handsome young man, but it's not funny. Right, know? right. Mm. You know, I, I know. I'm, it's 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 a struggle because I'm actually too handsome. I'm like, oh god. That'll be funny. <laughs> when his, yeah, when he looks like his Facebook app. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in the future, yeah. he doesn't have an act so anymore. Well, I used you know, to be so handsome. I used to be so handsome back in the day. Uh, but is it so? In the comedy comedy clubs, you're saying it's not that it's not bad. I mean, there has been change where, like, people will get mad about certain things. But overall, and it kind of depends on the club because there's certain clubs that are, like, we book people that are more like this. And, but that's always been that way. Yeah. You know, there's been niches and stuff like that. But I don't think, especially at open mics, you hear all kinds of crazy stuff. So it's, it's I would imagine that's probably true <laughs> at open mics. It goes, I mean, comedy goes in waves. And I've been doing it long enough that I've seen, like, different things go, you know, and so things always go this way, then they go back and they change. It's, it's not really as linear as everybody thinks it is. Uh, I will tell you something. Can you imagine Daniel Tra Tosh trying to do his act today? 
I mean, he still got the TV He's out show. there. He has to be doing it. I just, but remember when he was joking yeah. about raping women? Well, that was one of the things. That was, <laughs> Jesus. That was one of the things I was talking about. was like there was right, like right. a period, I don't remember, maybe like 2009, 2010, where it was all Daniel Tosh or like Anthony yep, Jesselick yep. style kind of stuff. I don't know yep. if he was quite as big then, but you get what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. And then everybody was doing that. And then it got to be like, okay, everybody settle down. You know, yeah. it was like too much that way, and then it goes. Like, yeah, rape jokes are not funny. Sorry, got to be honest with you. Yeah, you know that's, that's not. not I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, but. he's probably the only comedian that I find offensive, and I would Daniel just not Tosh. watch him. You know, I wouldn't. Blast, yeah, I wouldn't blast him, or you know, like there's people that'll go to a comedy club knowing mm-hmm. what they're walking into mm-hmm. just to make a scene and make a big oh, yeah. deal about it. Oh, absolutely. It. I don't have a problem with him so much. I mean, uh, as the people who copy him. Yes. The, yes. the, the yes. third-rate copies of him are just, ugh. Oh, I know. And it seemed like after he made it big, then everyone was doing that yeah. shock comedy yeah. and stuff yep. like that. And that lasted like, a couple of years. And then, yeah. yeah. We're going to take a break, but coming back, I want to ask, ask you about Anthony Jeselnik. I, I have not seen him in, I bet you, 10 years. It's, got, it's been a long time. I see. I saw him on TV, but I, I have not seen him in person. Well, yeah. we'll get back and we'll talk yeah. about it in the next uh, in the next segment with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Let's dance. He didn't try to sound like the Beatles there at the beginning at all, did he? Um, we'll shake it up, baby, now. <laughs> a little bit. John Lennon wrote fame with him. Yeah, that's right. Because he's in the middle, right? When he yeah. goes, fame, 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 yeah. fame. And John's in the middle doing those. John was in there? I did not yeah, know that. Right in the middle, you can hear the voice change a little bit. That's John coming in for a little bit of it. <gasps> that's a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun she looks, fact. Uh, she looks very excited. Yeah, I love music. <laughs> I do, too. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Brody in studio. The comedy special, Not Afraid of Butterflies. Dry Bar Comedy Special. You can just look it up at drybarcomedy.com slash mbrody. Yep. 
So there you have it. So it's going well. Yeah, yeah. I missed the beginning because I got a call from my... <laughs> Library books were or, overdue. No, I was like, either accountant or lawyers. That's my whole life now. I'm actually suing you now, too. You should. Yeah. I would. <laughs> I lawyers, guns, and money. Dad, get me out of this. Yeah, it's got. Ah! You know, it's, it's been out a couple weeks. It's got a, uh, it just hit 1,000 hearts, the, like the likes on the uh-huh. app. Yeah, yep. uh, my, one of my clips has like 710,000 uh, views wow. so, on Facebook. So it's, wow. it's going really well. Yeah, That's so phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. Well, you know, you you earned it. You work your I'm ass. I'm such a off. handsome man. Damn I right. So <laughs> those, those eyes alone, you know. You stole that. <laughs> we were just talking about Did really a handsome man. Uh, I can't remember the kid's name, but one of the kids, one of the guys on Bring the Funny was thought his entire bit was about how handsome he was. Well, he was a very handsome kid, but it wasn't funny. I mean, that's the problem. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Although like a- he, he had one good line because he said he looked like. Got some woman, but I can't remember. <laughs> he said he looked like a woman. Yeah, he. Oh, I mean, he's he is pretty. This guy's really pretty, no doubt about it. Wow. So he's, mm-hmm. but he said someone mistook him once for, and I can't remember the woman, but he th- they thought he was a woman. Cy Hummonson <laughs> used to be pretty. We all know how this movie ends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work out at all. Scraggly God, I beard. I haven't seen Cy in what two years. I just talked to him. He called me last week or the week before. Oh, did he? What's he up to? Well, he's got some. I I don't want to spill the beans, but he's got some uh, forks in the road, and he just needed to try to navigate which one he should go down. Say that. Not the one Catherine's on. I will tell him that. Not Catherine's fork. Uh, (laughs) Stay off my fork. (laughs) Those two kids did not get along at all. Well, I, oh, I, I thought Mike Molina was going to kill him one day. Yes, oh, I do God. remember that. <laughs> Molina was not happy. Uh, for new listeners, Mike Le- Molina is about a six foot five at the time, about 260-pound Italian guy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So you probably didn't want to piss him off too much. Mike And Mike has had some tough knocks growing up. Lost his oh, parents God, early and brother yep. had cancer. And we got into a discussion about white privilege, and I don't think that Mike understood yeah. size viewpoint very well. <laughs> I didn't hear about white privilege. I don't either, though. That's the other thing. Yeah, yeah but you're not 260. Not anymore. No. <laughs> I was. Anyway. Uh, that was God, great. I, even, for... I, weighed, I think I weigh about, what, 245 now or something. I used to weigh 317. That was Dang. different. A little higher. Just a That's little more. Higher. I took a couple of walks and, and lost <laughs> 90 pounds. A couple of walks. <laughs> I took a couple of walks. It really worked out. But no, I, I um, what the hell were you just talking about? You saw, oh, you're talking about uh, size going down some forks. Yeah. I, what, is I, he, he does an ESPN show or something, yeah. doesn't he? Is it, is it on ESPN.com or the actual Snapchat. network? ESPN oh, Snapchat. Oh, it's on Snapchat. Okay, that's where it is. Because I saw that, uh, that uh, Tom Lay retired from ESPN today. After 40 years, I mean, you. Wow. If you don't know his name, it's L E Y. If you don't know his name, you definitely recognize his face. But he's retiring after 40. Years. So I wonder if you know, Sai will end up doing something like that. That to be on that for that long, like think how much Sports Center has changed over 40 years. Yeah. Oh, it used to be God. like Walter Cronkite kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. It was. You know? Is the door locked? It shouldn't be. Why does that door keep locking? No, it's for not. It's no, just it's sticky. Oh, it's sticking. I'm just weak. <laughs> Catherine, we're talking about your close buddy, Sai Amundsen. 
the biggest fan. Can you go out and sign these papers? I'm, I literally am going to be doing, uh, be busy the entire time, but yes, I can, no question about it. And I cannot stay for car selling secrets today because I have to go see my attorney. Oh, great, fine. Oh, you're, I, I don't do no, any I of actually, show anyway. No, I actually needed you today, but that's fine. We'll oh, do it next week. What? I can stay for as long as I can until they call me. How about uh, we'll do one, maybe two segments, because it's me today. Oh, you don't have a guest? There's some cool stuff I want to talk to you about. Okay, well, then I'll definitely So if you can stay, and maybe we'll just do two segments. Nope, nope, nope. We'll do it all. I'll just tell them. I might not have three segments worth of material unless we just do this sort of on-air stuff where we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. Mike Brody stories the whole time. Yeah, we could do that. It'd be be phenomenal. Catherine got her... Movie star look going there. Your movie star look. Why are you looking at me? I didn't it. say it. What's it the him. sunglasses what's on? So you're a movie oh, star. Oh, the Jackie O'Shea. That's what I'm always doing is looking for a oh, movie Nassis. star look. Yeah. I need another gin and tonic. So, who was the comedian that had that joke, by the way, when Jacqueline married Aristotle Onassis? You know, the greatest part for the Kennedy kids is now they can kiss their own asses. <laughs> Nice. But I can't remember who the comedian was. It's actually was. not a bad a one-liner. Joke, actually, when you think of it, he probably was murdered for it. But you know, yeah, it might have been. It's a possibility. The, what year was that? That would have been oh, about seventy-four. God. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, probably about seventy-four. And he didn't. He dumped. I believe he dumped um, the opera singer. Uh, for for her, Jacqueline. Who is he dating again, Kath? We just watched her Who? story. What? What? My favorite opera singer, the woman, uh, Maria Callas. Maria Callas. Maria Callas. Uh, she was she was dating Onassis, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. And he dumped her for Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd want to have sex with an opera soprano. <laughs> it's a little hard on the ears. Who's the diva in this relationship? <laughs> Oh, please don't that's, do that again. I'm the diva. That's pretty, that's pretty optimistic, really. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that's well, aren't all guys. <laughs> She's starting hitting notes because of what he's doing. That's yeah, right. that's, that's a really good that's, right. that's likely to happen. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. No, we don't. Uh, we're talking about Mike Brody's special. Again, it's called Not Afraid of Butterflies. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash mbrody. Everything's going well. You said you've been doing 19 years now? Come yeah, on. yeah. September 2000, so it's really? just almost wow. 19 years. Almost 19 years. And you're what, like 25? <laughs> I'm 41. Are you really? Yep. How long have I known you? Uh, five years? Five years, something like, like that. that. Something God, like I, I always assumed you were in your 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started comedy when I was eight. poop jokes. <laughs> I was in that weird in-between stage when like the 80s, mid-90s boom had died off. Yeah. And it was yep. before the podcast YouTube thing had started. So I was in that like So your era. timing's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, nobody was... No, everybody had... You had to literally mail a VHS to someone. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah. And that kind oh, of thing. Yep. Uh, I got in an argument. Well, not an argument, but uh, J.R. Brow, this comic from Texas, and I was talking about how I started at the worst time for comedy ever because of like what I just said. And he goes, no, I started at the worst time ever because uh, he started in 88 and he was emceeing and they were making like you know X amount of money which was a big the 80s yeah. they had a lot of money oh, and yeah. then when he moved oh, up yeah. to the feature spot they moved the feature spot down to that amount of money and then when he headlined it Two more years, they oh. lowered the. He's like, I've been making the same money since the first day. Yeah, it's like, not good. Yeah, so that's not good. What are you gonna do? Yeah, because that basically, I was trying to think of that was the late '80s, though. I think yeah. So, so it hit the wall in about '96. There's different debates about when, right. it, you know, but like '93 to '96, Comedy Central yeah. coming in, yeah. and it just kind of like market fatigue. They went too much. 
You know, like yeah. there was just too much everywhere. It just yeah. kind of popped. Yeah. Um, well, you think of guys like Steve Martin, though, man. He yeah. hit that thing right on the head, didn't yeah. he? I mean, his timing was yeah. perfect. And he, the weird thing is he quit. I know he's back again with yeah, uh, Martin again. Short. Martin but he Short, quit yeah. in 78. He quit before the boom even really, really started. Just at the beginning, he quit in 78. He never did comedy. He never did stand-up in the 80s. He did. Crazy. No. So what was that? Mm. I was trying to, because I went and saw him at the Civic Center. And I tried to think of what year that was. According to but his book, it was, it was 78 when he quit. Well, it must have been. I must have been working at, at Capitol Records then. Mm. And I went and saw him, and I'll never forget. He, I mean, the place was standing room only, literally. There must have been, I think that place sat 16,000, 17,000. Yeah. Wow. And I, uh, I'm being called out of the studio again, sorry. but yes. um, Can we have everybody talk amongst themselves for mm. a few minutes? Sure. Oh, sorry. So I can tell the rest of the story. It's business. It's real life. estate business. Very quickly. Real there are about 20,000 people in a 16, 17,000 arena, so the place is packed. Steve Martin walks out on stage, and he holds his hand up like this and goes, I'd like to now do my dime trick. <laughs> <laughs> there were people like 500 feet away. It was phenomenal. My dime trick. All right, I'm sorry. I'll be right back. It's all this Tom's going to go out and deal with some library book fines. He'll yeah, be back shortly. Right, absolutely. Uh, Dakota County never record. sleeps. Okay, be entertaining, no. everybody. Yeah. All right. Watch out for the turkey out there. What? There's a it's turkey back. in the parking lot. Oh, it's, it lives around here. It's back. Yep. <laughs> so, it's so ominous. It's, it's back. It is back. It's been living around here for a couple months. Just by itself? Yep. Oh, it's a loner. It's a it rogue is. turkey. Well, it's got a gimpy leg, so. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. Gimpy turkey. Probably gimpy was turkey. hit by it. Probably, something. yeah. Well, they're not super graceful. No, yeah. they are not. And they're not. They're Super nice. Nice. They're not a lot of things. Yeah. I went up to it and took a video of it because it's how boring I am. I yeah. well, turkey I, I, in the parking yeah. lot. You could do a whole hour on turkeys. They're so they're bizarre animals. They are. I, I, they could fly, right? Kind yeah. of. Uh, they're kind of gliders. Yeah. Yeah. They run like really quick and then they'll glide for a while. I'm just surprised at how many of them are in the city. Yep. Yeah. 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 They're everywhere in Minnesota. It was, we have a ton of, I mean, we don't live in the city, but we have a ton of turkeys. Well, it was funny because when we moved in, when Dave and I moved into our place, um, I was at work and all of a sudden he goes, honey, he texts me, we have velociraptors in our yard. I'm like, what? I know, they're so weird. And I'm like, he's like, yes, we have velociraptors. I'm not going outside. I'm like, what are you talking about? He sends me a picture and there's like 10 female turkeys in our bag and they're huge. Yeah. yeah. And Dave does not like wildlife at all. Which he is thinks, why you bought a house two blocks from the zoo. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and we have so much wildlife in our yard. We have. We should sn- mess with them sometime. There's been a, there's been a break. Look out for tigers. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, we have um, foxes, which like to have mating calls in our yard. Yeah, they're which, really loud. Oh my! Yeah. We ended up it's calling like the police one singing night. Singing with opera singers. Well, it was <laughs> yeah, like it was screeching. Yeah. Well, it was the middle of winter, and Dave was doing his radio show, right? Midnight in the desert, which you were just on Midnight in the Desert. But he, <laughs> we're sitting there. All of a sudden, we hear this piercing scream it sounded like a woman screaming for help and dave's thinking oh my god there's some woman getting bludgeoned to death outside somewhere and we kept hearing it and hearing it so i called the police i'm like hey can you send a squad around here to just kind of check the neighborhood it sounds like somebody's screaming for help and um so they brought a squad around and and then dave ended up calling back saying hey they're like well we didn't see anything we checked the neighborhood he's like yeah can you bring a you know, a squad back out here. Cause I went through the house thinking one of the kids was having a nightmare or something. That's how loud it was. So <laughs> after the show, 
The cop comes over, Dave talks to him, and he comes in, he goes, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, what? He goes, well, the cop said, uh, why don't you look up Fox mating call on YouTube? He plays it for me. I'm like, oh my God, that's what we heard. It sounded like somebody was getting murdered. We're calling the cops. And so now every time we hear it, we're like, oh, the co- the foxes are at it again. Aristotle Onassis <laughs> at it again. Oh God, it, oh it was it scared us because i mean it literally sounded like a human screaming for help but yeah and we have snakes and turtles and deer and god knows what else wow yeah i know it's weird we live in the where we live there's like a wildlife refuge too so Mm. there's this animals abound i used to live on the edge of town in iowa in mason city which is like like a thirty thousand. it was like the size of st louis park but i lived on the edge of town Mm -hmm. and uh there was a is that a money yeah, uh, that was actually yes. Was it? That's what I heard. Oh wow! <laughs> now you heard yeah. that through your window. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, does yeah. sound very yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. But I have this memory of being like three and like being in my front yard, and all of a sudden a giant turkey that was bigger than me comes up, and I always thought oh, I was probably exaggerating that as a kid or maybe it didn't happen. And then I just started to see know, him again. I'm like, that's how big they are. Oh, yeah. I have a three-year-old daughter, and yep. if a turkey, it would be taller than her. Yeah, <laughs> But they're gigantic. Like, they're I thought, oh, oh, maybe they're smaller. Like, no, 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 no. They're terrifying. Yeah. That would be, yeah, my daughter would. And I don't know. She would either, like, try to pet it and talk to it or lose her mind. Well, turkeys are not friendly. No, they're not. They'll, like, attack your car. Yeah. They're, they're nuts. <laughs> yeah, we have a you coyote. You Jumanji. I do. Like I do. I, I feel like I do. We have a coyote live trap behind, not, like, it's the park's live trap. Oh. We don't trap coyotes <laughs> for fun. Um, and that's coyote. also a terrible noise. A live yeah. trapped coyote. Well, yeah. They start but they, freaking out. And it's really dumb because they live trap them on our end of the park. So our house butts up to a park reserve. And they just bring them to the other side of the park. Yeah, and then they walk back. Yeah, oh. I'm like, they can be back here in three minutes. I don't understand well, it's what like, the point of this is. We should dump them a gallery. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Have fun, guys. Welcome to Edina. Oh, God. Melissa's house has a family of raccoons that, you know, go around being raccoons. And she's called the Parks Department because the – some of them have, like, attacked dogs before, including Daisy. A raccoon? Yeah. And they won't do anything about it. Um, The only way they'll do anything about it is if it's, like, attacked a person. So you can trap them yourself and release them, but they'll just come back. So it's like you got yeah. a bunch of raccoons attacking dogs. You can't do anything. <laughs> we've, we've got to take a quick break, yeah. and then we'll be back more with Marlon Perkins. <laughs> National Geographic. No, it's Mutual of Omaha. <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what the hell? It's another 60-year-old joke. <laughs> What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. 
If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. What? Nothing. I just thought I'd point at you to make you nervous. I thought that I'd missed a cue. (laughs) No, actually. actually, You're on. Catherine doing that with me means I don't have to go now. Ah, excellent. Okay. So I'll be here for the entire thing. Catherine saved the day yet again. Unbelievable. Yay, kitty. In any case, we are back. Mike Brody in studio is comedy special, Not Afraid of Butterflies, Dry Bar Comedy Special, drybarcomedy.com slash mbrody. Did you say dive bar? No. Dry. Apparently you forgot. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. You know what, Brenda, Brenda, tell everybody your last name. It's Brenda. Her name is Doll. Brenda Dahl, D-O-L-L, too. You never oh, hear that, I bet. Nice. And I said, man, why didn't your parents name you Barbie? <laughs> because Barbie that's a terrible does. name. Never heard Barbie that Dahl. <laughs> yeah, horrible, they, it really does just immediately make you think of like a vapid, you know, consumer yeah. woman. Yeah. I just, suppose that's true. That's well, that's, fortunately, she's gone. <laughs> that wasn't well, the impression I got. No, her name were Barbie. Barbie. You well, have to go by Barb. Pay attention. Barb doll. Barb doll. And by the way, it's spelled D O L L too. I've never seen it spelled that way. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always H O A H D A H L. Abilba. Something like that. In any case, so what were you guys talking about when I had to leave? Because Catherine rudely dragged me out. We kind of wandered all over the place, and I know you'd find that hard to believe. How many turkeys are there now? There must be um, there? thousands. Are taking oh, they're everywhere. They're, they're, they're the doing fine. They're not endangered. Nope. I don't know. No, they're not endangered. <laughs> you are if you go near them. Right, right. They're, they can tend to be a little crabby. Imagine yeah. if that was the actual national bird. I, I seem to remember it that was Benjamin Franklin yeah, was pushing so. for the turkey. He wanted it to be, but I don't, I don't know how close it got other than his opinion. Yeah, and he was kind of a... He was an interesting cat. Well, uh, bald eagles hookers. are like better now too. Like, there's bald. It used to be if you saw a bald oh, eagle, you're like, holy oh. crap, a bald eagle. Now you see them all the time. We, we boat on the river, and there we see thirty easily every time we go out. Uh, and there's the starting lives within a block of our house. It used to be. I remember we driving down the road, eagles. and there was a bald eagle on one side of the road, and an Amish person in a carriage on the other. And I was like, which one do I look at? You know. That's a good call. I wish it was cross-eyed. That's a good call. Oh, I got This is what Brenda just gave me. Uh, Charity Garage Sale, July 24th, 25th, 26th, 2019 at 4955 West Bend Road in Golden Valley. All proceeds will benefit the Plymouth Middle School Music Department's goal of purchasing a new set of timpani. So that's very so nice. So Plymouth gets drums from a garage sale in Golden Valley? Mm, Plymouth Middle School. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. 
Well, you I know, suppose you could teach, teach one place. T- and then timpani? Timpani, yes. Those are, it's a pretty grand instrument there. It's like, so it is especially for middle schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to contribute July 24th, 25th, 26th, 2019, 4955 West Bend Road in Golden Valley, thank you, thank you very much to Brenda Dahl. Brenda Dahl. <laughs> oh, okay, so you were talking about what? Talking about animers, animals. Animals. <laughs> animals. Oh my God! You know, Mike, you damn animers! You picked the hell of a day to come in, man. Great question. Many animers. You started it, actually. <laughs> Mutual of some kind of Omaha. See, he got the joke. Uh, yeah, I, I said we'll be right back with more from Marlon Perkins, exactly. and they all looked at me like, "Who the hell are you what talking about?" Mutual. I'm looking it up. Mutual, 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 Mutual Omaha. Omaha is. <laughs> Sounds like a, a bank. It was a '60s TV. Show or wildlife TV sponsored. show sponsored by an insurance company. Oh, <laughs> it took me a long like, time to figure that out. Yeah, as a kid, and Marlon by the way. Perkins was the announcer, and his sidekick was his name Jim. And yes, Jim, Jim, Jim would yeah, always Jim do Fowler. the actual nasty. He was like the Steve Irwin of the '60s. Yes, he was. Wow. He'd be out in the jungle trying not to get mauled, and it Marlon would 80s, be commentating. So. Yeah, it was on a long time. Wow, it's actually. On again. It is. Who's the host? Marlon's not the host, though. Well, it's not dead. mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom anymore, though. It's just Wild Kingdom. Uh, it was KFC's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh God. It's Stephanie Arn, <laughs> and she has known for nothing except this. So lovely. Yeah, start even. somewhere. Good for her. Yeah, basically. And Marlon's big line was. Sadly, there could be but one outcome. Oh, God, remember, uh, what's-his-name made a career out of that? Uh, Doug Hammond? Mm-hmm. Is that who it was? Mm. Oh, wait a minute. Doug Hammond's a friend of mine. No, it's a different. I was going to say, it's, that does not uh, ring a bell. I can see his bell. face. Saturday Night Live guy. He did Sean Connery phenomenally. What the hell was his name? He's a, he's a really interesting guy. Daryl Hammond? Daryl Hammond. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was, he was the impression guy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he, uh, man, he, did you ever read his book? Daryl Hammonds? Yeah, you better laugh because if you don't laugh, you're going to be tearing. My God, he had a brutal childhood. Did he really? Yeah, he did. He absolutely did. And usually you find that out. People who can do really good impressions of mm. a lot of different people had miserable childhood. Why do you, to escape what do you think? Yeah, be, some, be anybody else. I'll be anybody but me. I'm so bad at impressions. All my impressions sound like a bad Fonzie from Happy Days. Like, hey, hey, hey. Bob Marley here. Hey. <laughs> so that is a really bad Bob Marley. I, I am so bad. I wish Tom, I was going to. Tom does great impressions, and I've written a lot of them into KQ ads for our Toyota store, but the one he can't do is Sean Connery. Can't do it. So in the That's last one, one I wrote it? in a Sean Connery, oh, and he right. sounded like the leprechaun in Lucky Charm. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even the right it, country. It, it wasn't even the right country. It was close to the United Kingdom. Uh, no. Isn't he Scottish? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Scottish. Dave yeah. does a good Sean Connery, so he'll do that every oh, once in a while. Is he dead? Sean no. no, I don't think so. Uh, is he? I no. don't know. Is Sean Connery He said dead? he was, so I was He's like, oh, He's still kicking, he... I think. I, haven't... I don't God, know if he is still He alive. was old in the third Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, he, I know he's up there yeah, in his age. True. He's got to be in his 90s. I have no idea if he's still alive. Somebody, yeah, he's be. Does he's somebody have access to the interweb? <laughs> that would be Andy, but he's right in the now. days over there. Sean. It's a race. He was born August 25th, I'm looking 1930. up Daryl Hammond. Oh, he's yeah. alive. He's alive. Yep, he is. He still is still alive. How old is he? Uh, he was born in ni- 1930s. So, so he's 88. He's my dad's age. Yeah, there you go. There you have it. Six foot two. Trebek. I used to love that so much when Daryl Hammond would do, do uh, Jeopardy and he get all everything. I mean, remember he changed all. The, 
Instead of, I'll have a Chardonnay, it said, I, I have a... Now, uh, my daughter wasn't here, I'll tell you what it said. But anyway. I think I've heard you say worse. Yeah, probably yes, true. Yes, you have. Yeah. Oh. I'll vouch for it. Really? Yes. What are you doing down there? I'm scanning your documents. Oh, thank you. Sorry about this, ladies and gentlemen. It's one of those days, I just have some days that it's document day, it's talking to accountants day or lawyers day. It's just... It's I lawyer have, day. Is one thing I have found day? out that, that I would change forever if I had a chance, I would not use my own name on the radio. I would not do that again. Tom Dahl? You should have yeah, stayed so with... Yes, I'd be Tom Dahl. D-O-L-L. I Tom Dahl. Could have stuck with Catman. I should have stuck with Catman like yeah. I did in the AM. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It's, it's just... Too much. It's just... They equate your name with somebody who's well-known and assume you have tons of money. Mm-hmm. It's not true, but they assume you do. You know, it's one of those. Yeah, it's just nonstop. Mm. It's well, if you didn't live in a house that was surrounded by a moat, maybe they wouldn't think that. The yeah, moat the is big, what keeps them away. <laughs> the moat's what the keeps alligator. them away. Is it a moat on purpose? Yep. I thought you've been in my house, haven't you? No, no, I never been here. Oh, I thought you did this when we first started. Oh, you know what, though? That was about seven years ago, so yeah, I didn't yeah. know you then. I missed, I missed the cut. I didn't get to see the castle. <laughs> it was tough yeah. to get past the boiling right. oil. Right, the drawbridge. Yeah. <laughs> Brody's coming. <laughs> Raise the drawbridge. Oh, God, it's it's unbelievable. Well, having a dinner party Saturday night, come on by. Oh, you'll be working. Never yeah, mind. I have a show. You have a show. Never mind. That's why I invited you, because he knew that. Yeah, that's the next trick. I like that. Yeah. Oh, I can't make it. You know, I, I know he can't make it, so hey, you should come by. On I'll be at the Plus in Eau Claire. Boom, there you go. Where are you going to be? The Plus. The Plus in Eau Claire. Clearwater Comedy, yeah. Is a... that right by the college? Uh, I assume everything is in Eau Claire. Cause yeah, it's probably right. true. that's probably true. Uh, I used to go over there and watch the Blue Golds play basketball. They had a player, I can't remember his name, but God, he was good. Hmm. Now they're known for the guy, I, I can never say his name right, Bon Iver. Bon Iver, yeah. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. He's like the prince of that, like Prince, yeah. Prince, uh, 1999 Prince. Of, really? You know, yeah, he still lives there, and he's like, does stuff bon with Iver Kanye does? West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was like a mythical figure. <laughs> I really did. I did. I didn't know that was a real person. I got to be I honest. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan. Uh, I liked his first two albums, and now he's like, everything is like him playing a tin whistle through a kaleidoscope. Oh, and yeah. Nice. Just, I don't, <laughs> through a kaleidoscope. Dan, <laughs> nice sound. Dan works with his manager's husband, I think. He's, he's in Minnesota a lot. Who, Bon Iver? Bon Iver. Why is it? By, he's from Eau Claire. Yeah, it's not Bon Iver. Well, Eau Claire is French. Oh, how about this? Thomas Bernal. Well, he, I know he went to a store that... So he won a Grammy, like, yeah. five years ago. Did he? I think that his last album might have gotten a Grammy. Yeah. So, it's been a while. What but kind he, of music he is He got it? Best New Artist. He's his, indie folk. His yeah. first stuff... Like, so okay, so the story is, his first one, he had a breakup. I mean, this is what, like, Wikipedia says. He had a breakup, he went up to the cabin, For did, Emma like, an acoustic al- album, and then they ended up keeping it because it was, like, perfect. And it was, like, acoustic songwriter stuff. Second one was basically the same, but he did some weird, like, auto-tune thing in it. And then he went full, like, I'm deconstructing everything. Oh, yeah. And I know it's, like, God. it's high. And all the names of all his songs yeah. on his new album are, like, super obscure. Uh, and, yeah. A lot of people like like it, but I'm not into. It. I'm like, it's like, oh, that's art. I never want to hear it again. Here's a new tune <laughs> you know, like, called a lot, of people, a lot of people swear by it. They love it. It's just not. I'm like, oh, you're so yeah. smart. You're so smart. It's so he went to oh, a little. God, these titles are so pretentious. Yeah. So he went to a men's. He went to. Let's see. The third track is. I was listening. Seven fifteen hyphen 
Creeks, except Creeks is spelled with sigmas instead of e's. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. it's really uh, his new album. His new album's called I comma I comma, just like with wow. no spaces, lowercase He's i's. Trying way too hard to be Tool. <sighs> is that because they hear the album they go e? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, like, he's still popular, and people like that thing. It's just not. They do. You know, it's like it's like it's like uh, I want to hear. I want to hold your hand, but he's putting out Revolution Number Nine. Number yeah, exactly. Nine? <laughs> oh my god, Number Nine. I, well, I, um, yeah, I. Every time I hear the words folk and music together, I think of the National Lampoon, the very first album they did, where uh, what the hell's her the folk the buddy Joan Baez. Joan Baez. She I was doing pull the tree grows. You remember that one? I do. I have that record. But you cannot sing that on any air anymore because it's called "Pulled the Triggers." We're called with you the all the way, road. just across the bay. It's just—it's a <laughs> exactly. great send-up of Joan Baez. And he, the guy who announced it, said, "And now her nibs, <laughs> her nibs. What the hell does that even mean? I don't even. I have There's no an old idea. SNL skit, and they had Carol King was the musical guest, and oh, Steve God. Martin goes over to her house in Brooklyn and. They're having this conversation, and he leaves, and she starts playing, you just call out my name. And he get he's getting uh, knifed right in front of her apartment. He's going, <laughs> Carol! Carol King! Carol! Carol! Carol King! It was pretty funny. Oh, God. Yeah, that was a different era, man. I no doubt about it. Are there people, because I'm, I, um, oh, God, I feel I'm embarrassed. I can't remember his name. The, the guy that sold out Target Center. And then his brother stole like fifty million dollars. Dane Cook. Dane Cook. Oh. Did his brother really steal all that money? Yeah. Yeah. What a horrible human! You from your own brother. That's low. Really, really. And he buried it, and he won't tell anybody where it is, right? I thought he took him to court and maybe got some of it back. Probably got some of it back. Fifty million in cash? I guess. How much money do you have to make that you That's get an extra really fifty mil in cash? Dan Cook around? was huge. He was huge. Yeah, he was huge. Never. Fun. He sold at the uh, Madison Square Garden. I know. Like, well, he Target Center still has a plaque dedicated yeah. to him. He, he sold more seats than anything that's really? ever appeared yeah. there. Yeah. And you talk really? about the, the trends of comedy. That was so there was the Dane Cook thing was like where people were doing like waving their arms around for no reason at all. Right. That kind of thing. <laughs> right. and the, the Daniel Tosh thing was. <laughs> I do that a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's very just, true. Just, and that's kind of how it goes, right? Oh, yeah. There was a Hedberg. Like, everybody was acting like Hedberg before oh, they cooked. They're yeah. like, hey, little koala bears. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, love, Hedberg. I love Hedberg. Yes. I do, too. He's one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. Had Mitch Hedberg? Yeah. And he actually appeared on the KQ Morning Show once, and after he would, he hung up, Tony Lee on the air said, that was not Mitch Hedberg. He had somebody else. Oh, he did in. the Tony Clifton? He did the Tony Clifton. <laughs> <laughs> Tony it's not surprising. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's not. But um, they, they wanted me to come and host a, a golf tournament after he had died, kind of a... Memorial Golf Tournament, and then I, I think somebody figured out that Mitch was not a big fan of mine. So really, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it doesn't seem like he'd do? be a good big fan of golf. Well, you know, a lot of heroin don't addicts think... don't like me, so you know. <laughs> a lot of heroin addicts don't like anything. <laughs> Other than heroin, except I was going to say, except for heroin. Is, I heard that at the very end of his life, he was just decimated. Well, just, yeah, yeah, it was that's sad. It was, uh, yeah. He, he was my favorite. Him and Bill Hicks were my two favorites. Which oh, Bill I don't, Hicks was Comedically, amazing. I'm not anything like either of those no, two. But you're those not. are the ones no, that I, I liked a lot. No, you know? he's like Bob Newhart, really, and yeah. Stephen Wright. That's kind of that whole yeah. I, slow burn deadpan. The bad thing about Bill Hicks is that he gets a bad rap now because so many people have copied him uh-huh. badly. Yep. And like that's everybody, and, and it's been 25, 30 years, so people go, oh, that's a tired premise. But like, just put it in the 1985 yeah. to, or 1993. Mm-hmm. It's completely new and different 
Houston was just blowing up back then. Oh my God! It was you know Sam Kinison mm-hmm. and and Bill Hicks and and you had um, oh Shane. Dwight Slade. Dwight Slade. I love Dwight. Yeah, Dwight's a great uh, guy. Carla Bove was down there maybe. Uh-huh. Or maybe oh God, we're done. Next time you come in, I'll actually show up for more than half of okay. the show. I sorry about that, Mike. It's just one of those. I got to get this done and yeah. sign legal documents. And uh, God. you're going out there to try to catch a turkey, weren't you? No, actually, I was going to. Uh, Catherine had me sign a bunch of stuff because she wants to have someone killed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because I'd leave a paper Cyan. trail. Because I'd leave a paper trail. Because I'm just that dumb. Mike Brody, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> on the show. Uh, this week, where are you this week? I'm at uh, the Plus in Eau Claire. The Plus in Eau Claire. Excellent. Saturday. So here's the deal. Drybarcomedy.com slash M. Brody. Mike, always a great pleasure to see you, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for your patience. We'll be back.